Welcome to the Write It Down Podcast at Home Edition. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, bringing you episode 88. To think that we are almost to 100 episodes and we'll reach that this year is super exciting. So I just want to thank you uh, for listening to the Write It Down Podcast and supporting me throughout all of these episodes and different guests. Um, I'm trying to continue to stick with it, even though life has gotten busy with real estate and obviously traveling. Um, But this is still my passion and something I absolutely love doing is interviewing people and bringing um, encouragement and hope to those that are listening. So thank you so much. I'm excited for this next episode, talking about traveling, talking about real estate, talking about trends, and a little bit about dating. So you know what to do. Sit back, relax, and get your pens ready because this is Write It Down. Welcome to the Write It Down podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. Today, I'm interviewing myself. Um, If you're listening to this episode on February 1st when it releases, um, I'm just now getting back to the States from España. I would have already had my glass of wine in Segovia overlooking a castle. So yes, I am very, very, very privileged and live a charmed life to be able to travel so much. Um, And some people wonder why I'm not broke. Um, the truth is because of God, but also because I work a lot of little side jobs and I go travel very cheaply, um, typically in the armpit seasons. And well, that's a lie because I travel every month, I feel like. But when it comes to Nashville, I just want to let y'all know when I went in December, my flight was $38 from Melbourne. So I had to go. Um, but No, I'm super pumped to be able to travel and privileged to do this. Um, I love the adventure that I'm on, and I hope that this episode encourages you to take adventures as well. I do want to chat with you all in this episode a little bit about trends that are going on, and I just need to clarify something um, about the Stanley Cup, okay? So I have a Stanley Cup. Thank you to my friends for my Christmas gift. I now drink probably close to... 80 to 120 ounces of water a day because each Stanley cup is 40 ounces. And I understand people might not understand the phenomenon of spending 40 or 50 bucks on a cup. Um, I get it. I really do. I get why people wouldn't want to succumb to that trend. Um, I was at work um, about a week or so ago and my friend really wanted a Stanley cup and her significant other was like, why would you spend that much money on a water bottle when you can just have a Zephyr Hills water bottle? So we got in this debate and I wanted to look into it a little bit of why the Stanley cup is so important. Okay. First of all, I love the handle and now Yeti's coming out with handles for their cups. Um, I never was a Yeti gal. Uh, I do like a good straw. I feel like the Yeti, it's bigger than my face. So when, and same with the Stanley, but when I tip and pour, it covers my face and it drips all down. Typically I always have lip gloss on. It's a big bummer um, when you get your lip gloss all over you too. So long story short with the Stanley cup, there's an argument that I have towards the gentlemen that are haters towards the Stanley cup. And I know some women are too. So this is not about that, but Let us all remember May 27th of 2022 when Top Gun Maverick came out and then every guy thought they belonged in the movie and got a mustache. And that trend is still running today. Okay. So if you're allowed to have your mustache and walk around acting like you are some Air Force Marine Navy pilot, 
whatever you think you are, you're not. Okay. You kind of look creepy and some guys can't pull it off, but some of y'all need to shave that right away. And you need to look yourself in the mirror and have other people look at you and take some constructive feedback and take that chinchilla off your top lip. Okay. After you do that, then you can come talk to me about the trend of a Stanley cup. And yes, the trend of a Stanley cup started with a few women out West in California and in Salt Lake city. Okay. So this was a trend that was kind of popping off um, with a few influencers on TikTok, and like any trend, it spreads like wildfire now with the internet back in the day before the internet and before social media and all these connectivity apps, people's trends began with pop stars or whatever they saw in the tabloids or whatever they saw at a concert when they got at the house once a month. Okay. So I understand that trends come and go quickly. Um, I am a huge fan of the Kardashians. I know there are mixed reviews of that family, but let us all celebrate that the Stanley cup did not originate with the Kardashians. And there's some other originality going on right now. I don't know how long it's going to last, but my hydration has really, really increased with this. And I feel like it helps my skin, hair and nails. And I feel like men could benefit from it too. Um, but I do feel like there is this bad stigma with people who have a Stanley cup. Um, but I'm not going to go there anymore. There are some proposed trends that are going to be happening in 2023. I wrote them down. Um, two piece loungewear sets. Love them. Um, there is a difference between a loungewear two-piece set and a two-piece set to go wear out to dinner. I was at a boutique recently um, here locally in Melbourne, and I loved this two-piece, but it it was borderline pajama looking. And I'm all for looking relaxed out in the in, out in nature, <laughs> out with the people. I really am. But there are some loungewear sets that do look like they are more um, sleepwear, um, sleepy time tea. Um, is what you should be wearing this for. Not necessarily the airport, but there are some that can do both. Use your discretion. Next trend that's probably going to be happening in 2023, or I should say continuing happen- happening in 2023, is oversized everything. Oversized t-shirts, oversized pants. Don't really know people are doing oversized shoes, but I wouldn't put it past people um, to wear shoes that are bigger than their feet. I don't know why you'd want to do that, Um, but I'm here for the oversized t-shirt situation. Um, I do look like a sack of potatoes when I do that, but you know what? Teach their own. The next trend that will probably continue to resurface in 2023 and stay for a minute is a Y2K revival. Um, There are certain things that I do not think need to be revived from Y2K. But you know what? If we're going to start bringing back the two pieces of hair, framing your face, a little Xenon Z3 action, um, we got to do what we got to do. We got to change with the times or we have to resurface with the times. Um, But one thing I never thought I would like that is resurfacing um, in the last probably five years are the bell-bottom jeans coming back. Um, hip hugger is not really my thing. I still think that we need to have a mid rise or a high rise. It may not, we, I should say me, um, makes me feel more comfortable that something is touching my stomach and not all the way down at my hips, giving me a proverbial muffin top, but 
the bell-bottom jeans. I have to wear platform heels because my legs are so short, but I really, really like the bell-bottoms. I think it is a very nice change from the skinny jean era that lasted so long. Um, it was kind of like back in 2005 when everybody redid their kitchen with the cherry wood cabinets and dark granite countertops. Um, skinny jeans is kind of having that feel right now. Um, I don't shame it. Obviously, nobody came to the Write It Down podcast for um, trends and Brooke's opinion, but I came up with a new word called challenge. It's a mixture between encourage and challenge, and I challenge you guys to brace, embrace the trends that are headed your way um, fiercely. So anyways, with that being said, um, I'm trying to think of some other things that um, – that, that might need to take a seat in 2023. Maybe I'll continue that in next episode and ask some of my guests, what are the trends they'd really like to see come and the trends they'd like to see go? And you could do the same thing by commenting below, hitting subscribe and reaching out to me via Instagram or on Facebook or LinkedIn. Or, I mean, you could do Twitter, but reach out to me and tell me which trends should stay and which one should go. I'd really like to get people's uh, opinion on the Stanley Cup and on the mustache. Are those are those far off? Are those this column of men having these creepy mustaches and women with the Stanley Cups? I don't know. I don't think it's a far off um, comparison. With that being said, um, going back a little bit to my travels, something I really, really appreciate about traveling, which I've said here before, which if you can travel, even if it's a drive away, start small. Go an hour north and find a restaurant. Go an hour south or an hour and a half south. Get a little crazy and go out for dessert. Find something to do, something that my roommates and I set out to do a few years ago, which we have not continued this um, tradition, but is to go to a different city once a month and eat somewhere new and to just experience it. I think when you get out of what you see every single day, including your daily routine with the gym and going out to eat at the same four places in your local spots, you can kind of get bogged down. But when you go out and see there are other things, it really opens your horizon. And I believe it brings you a lot of joy. There are a few places I'd like to travel this year. One is, and there could be people rolling their eyes and there could be people going, you go girl whatever it may be. I don't care. I have a friend that is leaving in March to go play soccer in Australia. And I would really love to go to Australia this summer. Um, and the world cup is being played there, the women's world cup, which would be super neat. I don't think I'll be able to time it up, um, spot on for that, but Hey, if I'm going on the opposite side of the world, I'd like to stay there for a couple of weeks. Spain, you might ask, how did this come about? Truthfully, I don't really know. Uh, my friend and I who went to London and Paris, we were out in September talking with one another, having a good time. And I looked over at her and she's like, I booked us tickets to Spain in January. And not many people go to Spain in January. So we found some cheap flights and cheap Airbnb. And now we're here sitting in 2023. I'm about to go to Europe for about four days um, it's like five, but I'll be there for about four. Super excited to do that. Um, I gotta have to, I'm gonna have to brush up on my Spanish, um, which I'm pumped about. We're gonna take a quick break to discuss Write It Down's brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com, and see all the goods. 
You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says learn more. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the lid wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network. So show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with Write It Down because I'm the coolest, the realest, the illest. Now, back to the show. Um, I'm trying to think what else some of the comments that have been made to me via Instagram or in person about my life regarding my podcast, regarding um, work. I did jump into real estate last year, which I've really, really enjoyed. Um, And I've gotten to work with various clients on the buying side and the selling side. And I've learned so much. I think that regardless of where I end up, I would absolutely love to upkeep my real estate license and help people find their dream home or sell their home and um, just continue to learn and grow as I become an adult because something I've also realized at 27 years old, there are so many things that I did not learn in high school or college to prepare you for the real world. And now I'm learning a lot about um, interest rates and appraisals and surveys and title and all the little things that most of us will never know unless we buy a house or go into real estate. So it's been super duper fun to be able to do that. You can um, hit me up on Facebook, Keeping It Real Estate with Brooke or on Instagram at brooksells321 uh, for anything real estate related. It is kind of hard to keep things separate because I am who I am and I do my podcast and I do real estate and I bartend weddings and I travel all over the world and I coach classes at Trinity Fitness Melbourne. And while I'm thankful for all these hats, I never want to um, bog down anybody's newsfeed or ears with all the many things that I have going on. So if it interests you, I'll keep talking about it. And I think it does because I've had multiple people reach out and ask me a little bit about what's actually going on in my life because all it just seems like is every other weekend I'm in a different city, which they're not wrong, but I'm hoping to slow it down, slow it down a little bit um, and stay here for a minute. But Um, I did just run two miles the other day. I have not run that long since my Chicago marathon, which that was hard to do, but I was glad I got to go back out there. Um, Some have asked, will I ever do a marathon again? The answer is yes. I just don't know when because it took out every single part of me. Um, Somebody this last weekend asked me if I wanted to run the New York marathon. I have mixed reviews. I do like New York City. I don't know if I want to go run 26 miles in New York City. I would really like to do the London Marathon because I met a lady in Chicago that just ran the London Marathon and she said it was spectacular. And I'm a fan of London, England. So we'll see if I actually do that. I don't think there are any marathons in the books for me this year, Um, but I am proudly supporting my friends who are running their first marathon or half marathon this year. I think it challenges yourself um, physically and mentally whenever you sign up to run a marathon. Um, what else do I got on here? Oh, some other stories that are I'm um, that are frequently asked about to me are is my dating life. Um, I don't even know where to begin or end or have a middle, so I don't even know if I'm going to share that on this episode, but. Would you guys be interested? And you guys can message me or comment below, as I've said in this YouTube video, um, 
would you guys be interested in little short videos of my dating experiences? Because talking with my mom, she thinks they would be hilarious. And I'm not going to lie. Some of them are hilarious. The only hesitation I really have is some of the gentlemen may watch them. I mean, maybe they won't. Maybe that's just me being vain, thinking they would watch my podcast after being on dates with me. Um, it's a dog eat dog world out there. There are a few no-nos. There are a few things um, I've witnessed in the male species that concerns me, um, truthfully. Uh, I'm sure I've concerned them. I am very emotional and I own my emotions, but there are certain things in certain situations safe situations I have been put in with gentlemen on dates that make me question um, society, uh, for lack of better words. Me and my good friend, Allison, shout out to Allison, Don't I Know It podcast. She's amazing. Um, we talk about how every pot has a lid, okay? Um, meaning everybody has somebody. There's somebody for everyone. And if every pot has a lid, I just have a feeling I'm in the wrong kitchen because some of these lids that I've experienced alarm me. And um, most of the time when I tell these specific stories to people in my life, I get a mixed review of, oh, I'm so glad I'm not in the dating world. And then I get the other, oh my gosh, these are so funny. I hope you write a book one day. Like I said, I'm all for it. I'm all for making fun of situations I've been in. I just don't want to completely deteriorate the male ego with some of these situations or the women's ego. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of, kind of telling because <laughs> I keep putting myself in these situations and having these tastes in men. But that being said, let me know if you would like to hear some dating stories. And if not, if it's not appropriate to ever post, which Lord will help me with that one, give me a call. And I will encourage you that I do believe every pot has a lid and you just might be in the wrong kitchen. And I think that'll be the title of my book. Um, no recent, recent dating stories for me. Um, but I had a slew of them last year. I really, really did. And I, I put a pause on them. Um, and there have been some really good men that I've dated that, um, I wish them the best and yeah, so no problem there. Um, when it comes to it, if we're getting serious in the nitty gritty about dating and relationships, we are living in a time and a culture where more people are obsessed with the ceremony or reception than they are the covenant of marriage. And I'll be darned, I'll be darned to ever pay a down payment on a house to have a fun party to be in misery. And just because I wanted to get married or just because it was time. And, you know, again, mixed reviews. People will say, you're 27. You got plenty of time. Oh, you got plenty of time. And it's like, okay, Barbara, you got married at 21. So, of course, you think I have plenty of time. Okay. Um, and then there's other people who just kind of look at you like you're special. Like you just, there's something wrong with you because you can't keep a man. I don't really know if that's the right word. Or keep a girl who, if you're a male listening. Um, and they're just like... <laughs> it'll come. And you're just like, don't have pity on me. Okay. I'm doing what everybody tells me to do, which is be open. And when I tell you I've been open and I've gotten myself in some precarious situations, I'm ready to be closed off. Okay. So this whole, it'll come, especially when you least expect it. And it only takes 
one. It only takes one. You know, sometimes you got to kiss a lot of like all of those things. It's like, shh, shh, stop. I don't want to hear it. That's poor advice. Um, There is nothing wrong with being single and there's nothing wrong with us who are single because it doesn't mean we're not trying. It just means we're in the wrong kitchen. So anyways, be careful if you're on the one side being like any suitors and then somebody tries to tell you, oh, I don't know, like blah, blah, blah. And then your comeback is it only takes one. You never know. Okay. Stop. You don't, you don't belong in this conversation. Okay. Or in this time zone. Okay. So sayonara signing off. LOL. Live, laugh, love. Stop talking to me. Okay. Um, but kind of back to the seriousness of it all, not to rush the process because I believe strongly in marriage and I believe strongly in a partnership with somebody and encouraging one another and helping us be more like Christ in a marriage, right? And being actual helper for them and them for you. And that is not something that should be rushed or something that, um, number one, you should worry about, but also not something that's like, there's nothing wrong with you if you're taking your time. Okay. I don't care how old you are at this point. I'm okay being 40 getting married because it's not getting better on that dating world. Let me tell you. Okay. So anyways, um, moving on from that whole situation, um, there is something that I kind of want to end with, this is a short episode, which some of you guys might be like, thank God. Some of you might be like, no, tell me more. Can't wait to call Brooke and hear about some of these situational stories that you've been in. Um, But something that I feel as though people um, might overlook, okay? I'm a very, very detail-oriented person, okay? I can stress the small stuff. I can, I barely can sleep without a sound machine because I feel like I can hear a pin drop, like everything that makes like, I'm like, I see something. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. So, but I used to think that was a terribly bad thing. Psalm 37 talks about how God delights in every detail of our life. Okay. There are things that I feel like I've worried about that are small and small to anybody else, but they're kind of big to me. They're things that I've maybe obsessed over or stressed about. And that verse reminds me that God does see those little things in our life and he delights in them. He's not frustrated with them. He delights in every detail of our life. Um, And then the second thing is life is really an adventure. And if you're always anticipating something bad to happen or um, you're tempted to focus on the negative, whether it's in your life or somebody else's life, Um, you're going to be miserable. Okay. Misery loves company. Um, But when you look at life as like an adventure, okay. One of my favorite books ever. And I can say that. I really can't say that because I barely read. I've probably read five books in my life. It's not the Bible or my textbooks from school, but it's called Heinz Feet on High Places. And it's a beautiful allegory about this girl named Much Afraid who goes on a journey with the good shepherd. So good. Um, it's based from the verses in Habakkuk, I think 317 through 19, about how he makes our feet like hind's feet, um, which is a deer's feet. 
secure on the mountaintop because deer, they can climb mountaintops with their hooves because they're secure. And so it's about this um, journey of much afraid and the good shepherd. And when you look at life as a journey and as an adventure, that yes, there are mountains and the climb up to the mountains is is tough. And then sometimes when you come down, you're a little nervous because you're like, what am I headed into? I don't want to be in the valley. I don't want to do, I don't want to be in the the sinking sand or in the mud. But reading this story, you realize that you have a good shepherd with you the whole entire time who's encouraging you, who's reminding you of the mountaintops, who's reminding you of who you are, and is helping you shed certain things in your life that don't belong, um, whether that's pride or lust or greed or jealousy. So when you look at life, like you're on an adventure with a good shepherd who has good things in store for you instead of anticipating the bad all the time or riding high on these high, high waves and going on these low, low lows, I would encourage you guys to enjoy the adventure, which brings me to my write it down. And my write it down is appreciate the details and anticipate the adventure. Thank you for watching. Write it down. Please subscribe, please comment, please review. And thank you so much for supporting me and all of my adventures along the way. Thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. This podcast is a part of the 1513 Network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to WIDPOD. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.